a playlist original. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cheetah Explains. Where in this episode we are going to be talking about Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which is the third movie in the series. This season we will be discussing Harry Potter as a whole. And if you were just joining us, I'd highly recommend that you go watch episode one to where we are because it gets a little confusing if you're not following. If you haven't seen the movies, if you've seen the movies, obviously. Just join and listen. You'll be fine. But if you haven't, I'd highly recommend going back to episode one and just following through because we're going through this like one book. And if you're confused, it might be because there was information shared in the first episode that you obviously didn't listen to. So just go back and then come back to this one. The podcast episodes aren't going anywhere. Today we are joined again with our guest for the season. Fadi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited for today. Actually, Me too. today, today, Prisoner of Azkaban is probably one of my favorite movies really? in the series. Yeah, it's my it's Prisoner of Azkaban, Deathly Hallows Part Two, and then Goblet of Fire. Hmm. I think mine is Chamber of Secrets, and then Order of the Phoenix, and then maybe Deathly Hallows Part Two. Deathly Hallows I like because there's just so much action. Mm. It's like the first movie where there's magic every, mm. like every second. There's magic. Where Harry actually uses his wand. <laughs> you know? But the reason why I like Prisoner is because we get introduced to so many characters. I know, oh, I know, God. I know, I know. This okay. is where the plot actually makes sense. <laughs> We've been watching for two movies. If you watch it for the first time, yep. you've watched two years of movies and you're like, this makes no sense it's but i'm invested it's just a story about a boy with magic exactly. and luck but i'm invested mm-hmm. but now <laughs> the plot makes sense yep yeah so we will i don't know i think i think the introduction of the characters in, in prisoner were my favorite there's so many yeah that's the thing we get we get peter p we get peter p we peter get p. remus we, we get, get peter pedigree remus and sirius sirius black and, and we then... get trelawney yeah, we get Sybil, which is not really, like, her as a character isn't that important. It's kind of what Yet. she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say no in this movie, yeah. but we're introduced to Sybil. We're introduced to Sybil, we're introduced to Buckbeak. we introduced to Buckbeak. Oh, <laughs> Buckbeak is legendary. Um, Giant chicken. Oh. No, Buckbeak is so cute. I love him. It's also really funny, like, when you really think about it, is that he was eating parrots. Which is really and funny for the next episode. Oh my god, that's funny. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> so funny. And I thought that's, oh, that's such a what? nice like, little detail. Even, even like I was saying earlier, that te- technically speaking, mm. the way they, they use the Wampin Willow to show seasons. Mm. And you mentioned it last time we were doing our episode, that the Wampin Willow... No, no, no. That um, every year at Hogwarts, there's a winter and a Christmas. Every, <laughs> every single movie, there is a winter and a Christmas. And something always happens either just before Christmas or just after Christmas. Or Halloween. Or Halloween. But I mean, yeah. that's like a... Mm. That they, are, they are Halloween. <laughs> they fight werewolves and things like that. <laughs> Which is what we were talking about, that the Shrieking Shack is designed to be the most haunted place Shrieking in Britain. Shack. But Shrieking then they go to a place with ghosts. And acromantulas. Exactly. Like, what would be wanting the shack? (laughs) (laughs) All we know for certain is that the shrieking shack doesn't shriek. No, it it sways. In that movie, it doesn't shriek? It does. In Prisoner. Yes. It doesn't. When Harry and Hermione are going up after Ron, and then you see everything like creaking really slowly. Is that the shriek? Come on. Come on. British English. It's shrieking. I was expecting some banshee to be screaming. (laughs) and. Like the the portrait at the Gryffindor. Yes, thing. I was expecting some like monster house sort of shrieky chat the first time I watched Prisoner. And then you get there and then you start to realize that there is literally nothing in this house. Like 
Someone could come live No, that's the thing. Someone could come live there and no one would know. And, like, an introvert would be so happy. I, I can't understand why Remus didn't think of that. Genuinely. Because the Shrieky Chuck is such a great place to just go and be yourself. Because no sure. one is there. Yeah. They are really stupid sometimes. No, we know this. I was even saying about because uh, in, in Chamber of Secrets where we see uh, homeless people for the first time. Mm. He go, I'm like, how are people homeless in the wizarding world? You could literally build a house. Unless they don't have their wand because not everybody No, 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 no. I understand that. I get that. But you don't need to have your one person be for a one to be built for a house to be built by magic. We've seen what we see what they do with the castle doors in this movie. You're telling me someone can't wave their wand and build a house. It, it makes ah. you question why the bottle is so scrimped up. Yeah. See, the Ministry of Magic, typical governments. <laughs> they don't do anything. And the, the ministry has their wands. They can there they are trying to bust teenagers for underage magic. Shut up, man. For do growing so, up, they aren't. Do something good in the world. Yo, <laughs> you're so worried about humans finding out about, oh, the wizarding world. Shut up. Shut your face, man. Go build something. You can make invisibility cloaks, but you can't make a house. No, they can't make invisibility cloaks. That was another character. Hi, Harry got his. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the Deathly Hallows. I know, but still, they have it. It exists. Only one. Technically, technically, that invisibility juice works because Ron's caught the car in the second oh, one. Oh, the invisibility. Okay, it yeah, goes yeah, invisible. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And you're telling me that there isn't something that makes Hogwarts just a little bit invisible. There's no but humans so, wandering the countryside. It's so yet giant Hogwarts castle. to Muggles looks like a really run-down haunted place. So like the Shrieking Shack. Worst. Like, like to the point where people, Muggles, would not go into it because it's like broken down and... There's no real actual thing. Yeah. And it says haunted be where you don't enter. Clearly JK Rowling when she when she was writing that she didn't she didn't think there'd be ghost hunters and things that make yeah. people that go into haunted houses and make YouTube <laughs> videos and things like that. Unless they do and then Dumbledore's just like <laughs> they just make it really spooky. <laughs> so they can go. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, they have maybe ghosts. They have Dra- ghosts. That's, maybe that's why Draco was like, ooh, because that's what he does. No, no. So 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 I I love that scene. Mm. That scene where he says, Dementor, Dementor, and they go, ooh, and they put up mm-hmm. their hood. It's a really, really great way to foreshadow what his father does in number four. Mm. Because, okay, I'm just happy. I'm also happy that they, that no one messed up and they didn't put like a white pointy hood yep. on because I was like, wait a second. <laughs> that, that doesn't look right that in this movie. That is so interesting. Because what do they look like? They yeah. don't look like Dementors when uh-uh. they put the thing on. They look like really freaky people. They look like the things. Yeah. We'll get there. Don't worry, guys. I promise. Just stay It's very tuned. difficult to not bring the other movies in. No, genuinely. And if we you can <laughs> understand our excitement. And we moan about this a lot. <laughs> Every episode, we'll moan about this at least once. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult because the movies are so connected and because we can obviously just watch all of them. And because Prisoner sets up so much. Yeah. There's so really many hard. Easter eggs. It's not even funny. Yeah. But we will get there. As long as you stay for the journey, mm-hmm. it won't be soon it'll be next week when the when like the easter eggs are explained mm-hmm. it'll get there but for now because we have to talk about this movie but yeah so that part where he's like ooh, mm. what does it, it look so well. how clever is that though that's it's so clever so, yeah i love it it's, it's brilliantly done it. and i was like that's this is why i like this movie so much <laughs> it's so it's so <clears throat> simple i think mm. the idea of of Azkaban is so simple like because i can break it down into a couple mm. of sentences like Harry thinks his godfather murdered his family. Plot twist, a rat did. 
Everything else is kind of like subpar important, but that's kind of the, the plot of the story. Oh, yeah. And it's so simple, but it's so good. Can you so imagine good. starting off with that sentence for a book? And then unpacking. <laughs> I mean, you know, those, you know when people start movies like at the end? Mm. And like, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> Let me just take you back. All I thought of with that was Deadpool. Yeah. Imagine, imagine like you see, you see uh, Pettigrew turn himself into a rat. That's how the movie started. And you'd be like, wait, what? Oh, I would love <laughs> Could that. Could you imagine <laughs> if that's how we started Harry Potter? And then this movie also introduces time travel mm. in a less complicated way than Marvel did. Mm-hmm. Thank Jesus. I read like Marvel already needs to take notes from those 14-year-olds. Because eh? your time travel was so simple. It is. And now... And it's uh, limited to just whoever has the time travel. It's so, it's so simple as well. Also, I hate that we never use it again. I never understood why whoever had, like, let's assume McGonagall had the time turner this entire time. For 12 years, she had the time turner, right? And she learned that James and Lily died at the hands of Voldemort. Right. Right. We know Would this. you just not reverse That's time, also I was thinking. go and protect them, and then live happily ever after? Like, they could know. have used the time turner for so many other situations. But no, they give it to Hermione so she can take an extra subject at school. Again, like it's that's so reckless. <laughs> <laughs> that's so they're so reckless with their students. Exactly. Like, I don't understand how so few students die every year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they're yeah. so reckless with their students, and I and love. And they're so the shocked every single time something happens. Yeah. Like, oh my god, why did that happen? <laughs> if it does we something good? bad, happens. <laughs> like, why were you in the forest? You told us to. Okay, but why did you injure yourself in the forest? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's even, even, like, Hagrid. Hagrid and his father, the spiders. He... So, like, you can't, you can't tell me that you have so much faith in Ron Weasley and Harry Potter going into the dark forest to meet Aragorn. And knowing that your spider may kill them. Like, he could have just been, like, follow the spiders and make sure you say that you are a friend and then run away. Granted, that was in the last movie. But still, my point, that's even worse because they were younger. Like, if there was no car, they would have died. They would have died, 100%. 100%. I'm pretty sure the centaur would not have been like, oh, they're young again. No, but the, sem- the thing is, remember, they, were, they stay away from Aragog because it's Aragog. Aragog is kind of uh, powerful and strong with all of his children. True. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't. If I was a centaur, I'd be like, nah, it's fine. They can have a snack. I saved Harry the first time. It's like, I don't know. I saved him in movie one. I'm not doing that cut again. They don't pay me enough for this. I, I, you know I what I mean? Yeah. Because in, in this why movie... why did they just wait for the for the daylight? And, okay, I know the spiders were there at night, right? So they could have followed it. But I'm pretty sure if they went during the day, it would have been better. I don't know. Magic? There's a lot of <laughs> things. They could have they could have also gone to see Hagrid in, in prisoner. They could have gone to see Hagrid at like three o'clock in the afternoon, like a normal human being. No, they went to half past seven. Nah, let's go half past seven. Wait for the, the sun to go down. Even because <laughs> imagine could you imagine if they did that during the day? Remus wouldn't have turned into a werewolf. Peter Pettigrew would have gone to Azkaban. We would have ended a seven movie Sirius series. Would have that... walked through Hogwarts. Exactly. You would accept at the Great Hall again and feel like a human being and just... Oh. We would have ended like an eight-movie series in three movies. We would have done what students are meant to do, cut out what isn't important, mm-hmm. and we would have been fine. We could have moved on with our lives. But Daddy no. wouldn't be so traumatized. Let's go night, night time. Let's go see Hagrid, who also, for some weird reason, they made him change houses. 
Yeah, the place of everything changed. Like, so like everything changed. The Whomping Willow in, in Chamber movies. of Secrets is right outside the school. And then in the third movie, it's very far it's away. It's like super far away. Like that really confused me because it made me question, is that the same one from the second movie? Or is that... It is. They it just, is. They just moved it. They just moved How it. How did they move it? It's not, it's a, it's not like they Magic. Could, <laughs> magic. <laughs> uprooted it. Yeah. Because I was looking at it again when I was watching it and Hagrid's house is... Far. Like unnecessarily far. Yeah. Because in movie one and two, Hagrid's house is like in the courtyard, in the middle. Yeah, and Harry runs from like the entrance to. To there, you could literally just. Jog in could you thing. imagine? No, his house is like. Now you have to go up down and down a hill there. towards the forest again. And you can't tell me that's purely only because of Buckbeak, because no, he owns so I think many it wasn't things. well thought out at that point. It wasn't. I just don't understand why his house was in the middle of nowhere. I also don't understand why his house is so small yeah. when he's a half giant. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure with his little umbrella, he could have made a few bricks move. Again, you see? I don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad. Also, we have the introduction, we didn't speak about the mm. best part, the introduction of the Dementors. Yes. And uh, my guest was telling me something very cool about mm -hmm. Dementors. Please share. So. The Dementors are meant to symbolize depression. Yes. Because J.K. Rowling herself has depression. Yes. And the Dementors work in, if you haven't seen the film, the Dementors are like these ghosts. See? You things. try and explain it yeah. to people okay, who haven't see. seen it. They're like these floating black cloak things with no face, but you, they have a mouth. The mouth kind of looks like... And a hood, but no and face. And a hood. No face. Just just a mouth. Um, and very pointy finger looking things. And what they basically do is they come to you and they suck out all the happiness and all good memories and that sort of thing. So you left to feel very, very sad and hollow and depressed. Um, but they can also perform things like sucking out your soul. And then you just left a shell of yourself. Yes, you just die. Yeah. So essentially that's the symbolism of depression. And then Expecto Patronum is the antidepressant, as you said. Yes, I call it the antidepressant. <laughs> the, I mean, it's the only contrast I can think of. It's meant to symbolize happiness and how to sort of heal yourself from depression by yes, replacing all bad memories with good memories. Exactly, because when Remus teaches Harry, he says you need to think of a very happy, powerful memory. And let it fill you up. And let it fill you up like and one cup of And then you cast it. Yes, it's the equivalent of a cup of coffee in the morning. I mean, for you, I don't drink coffee, hmm. so I can't say anything. Tea. Like that perfect cup of tea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yeah, because that's that's what it is. It's um Or cause, chocolate. Because the Patronus is 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 pure light. And yeah. and it's like a bluish light. It's like a shield. Yeah. If you were to look at your phone in a distance, that's kind of the light I'm talking about. Mm. And then a Dementor is pure darkness. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool movie wise. Mm. It's such a good contrast. Because colour plays a huge role oh, for some people, for some for some things. Less important mm -hmm. for others. We've discussed this. Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw literally serve no purpose. <laughs> they were in the Quidditch match. No reason to be there. No reason to be there. Well, they were in they the were, Quidditch no, no, match. No, they were there. Didn't yeah. need to be there, but they no, were they there. Didn't. Like they, I honestly, I honestly, Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw are the extras of the movie. It's sad. That's literally why they have extras <laughs> is because of Hufflepuff. Anyway, because that just hurts my feelings. <laughs> because and then we've mentioned this before. That the house cup took a back seat in the first movie. We don't hear it ever, ever, There's ever no again. points. There's no, no We hear points, points being taken and points being given. Only to Gryffindor. No, but that's only because we know that they're mm. being given. 
no one explicitly ever says points are being taken points are being given because we no, know when snape, when snape takes uh points from hermione only snape because he doesn't yeah. like them yeah well i don't blame snape for trying to bring down gryffindor because i mean the chamber was just unfair <laughs> No, but the, I mean the thing is, it's because so Dumbledore plays favoritism to Gryffindor because he himself was in Gryffindor. You see why this house, this school is problematic. Like it's so, it's so it's bad. bad. It's so <laughs> bad because imagine, just imagine if there was a kid in school. Mm. We'll call him Harry. If Harry was this kid in your school and he got away with literally everything, mm. he could kill someone in your school. And your principal will be like, nah, it's fine. It was bravery, Harry. It was bravery. And then they give him, you know, an award. Mm. Could you imagine that? I will personally kill him. Yeah, because because Harry. And then expect my reward at the end of it. Because even because even in so I was watching the, as I was watching the movie when Harry falls off the broom, mm. when when he's going up, mm. why he went so high I don't understand. I would have come back down and just chilled. Like I don't know why he had to snitch. go. Also, I don't know why there was an umbrella there, but we don't question that. Yeah, it was so weird. But then, so that he, he falls. Right. And I always thought that Remus did something, but oh, they clearly showed Dumbledore doing it. And I was like, wait a minute, this. But Dumbledore is the most qualified to perform oneless magic. No, I know that. I just no, no. Because everyone has their ones. Mm. He doesn't need to use mm. it. He can if he feels like it. Mm-hmm. He can just. But I thought, and then it dawned on me that I'm like, oh, you're right. I forgot you're keeping him alive for something very mm. important. His <laughs> date. <laughs> because after, in all of the three movies, everything, every time something bad happens to Harry, he doesn't actually get injured. Though, he like, gets scratches, which magically heals no, within like a few minutes. I mean injured, injured. Because remember, Ron, Ron gets bitten by by uh, by Sirius, mm. and is out mm. for the second half of the movie. Hermione hurts her wrist. Her, Hermione hurts her wrist, but because she punched someone. You don't blame her. She put all of that anger into that. No, wrist. that's what I'm saying. Like I understand why she hurt her wrist. Mm. That's cool, and and stuff like that. Harry never gets injured, in all of the stuff that mm. Harry got smacked by the Whomping Willow, and he was fine. He got. Smacked. All I'm saying is that that thing, <laughs> that thing has to break a rib at yep. least, you know, because Ron got bitten by a dog and he was out. Mm. And he me. was so dramatic. He's like, "Then Pompey's gonna chop it off." Yeah. Even even uh, um, Draco. Draco gets injured. Mm, Draco he gets injured could, a lot because because Buckbeak Buckbeak really because Buckbeak can kill you. Yeah. Buckbeak is dangerous. Although so, I feel like Draco did traumatize it way too much. No, hundred percent. So Buckbeak went. Ah, <laughs> Draco. Yeah. So, like Harry never gets injured, mm. and it really annoys me because I'm like, this guy, this guy doesn't even get cut. He got one scar when he was six months old, and that's where his injuries stop. <laughs> Coming from somebody who gets injured like twice a month, that's very unfair. It is. I was, I was Maybe it's part of the protection. What protection? From love, death. the power of love. Yes. Oh. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Between Harry Potter terms, Merlin's beard. Merlin's beard. Oh. So my point is, I in this like I don't know I don't mind other movies he doesn't get injured because he needs to keep going. But in this movie particular, it would be nice to see him sprain his ankle. He should have gotten injured once, just once. Even when he is injured, like when he falls from the broom and he's in the hospital bed. No one wakes up that quickly with the first question in mind to be like, "Did we win?" Yeah. Also, when you when your bones disappear from your hand, 
he was he spent like the night in hospital that was it yeah because he drinks skeleton you know yeah but still and he made a pump he's like it will take a few nights but no harry potter harry was, potter was up out and going in three hours i was like my dude this is some uh, 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 uh. magic magic <laughs> so many plot holes <laughs> but you were saying something mm. interesting fatima was saying something that um the reason why the movies are a bit so like wonky and inconsistent sometimes and the reason why we're talking about things like this is because there were changes in directors mm. there were changes in directors who you said didn't read the book as well yeah so a lot of them i think it's from the third movie onwards where the book was not being used as it should have um like guidance from J.K. Rowling herself was overlooked a little bit mm-hmm. because i think at that time they were trying to make each movie better than the previous but at the same time they were like trying to please the fans i want to believe yeah and that's where things went a little bit wrong so like there's a lot of small things that when you read the books you really want to see it there and they could be like just a hair color or a certain thing that someone said mm-hmm. and it's not there and it's, the problem is it's not just not there it's replaced with something else yeah which is kind of the problem yeah. i mean But, i uh, i i don't know it's just cuz And then we were also saying that there were change in cast members. Yeah. Some some were some were unfortunately they couldn't avoid. So like example, your first Dumbledore passed away. Yeah. So we have the new Dumbledore. Two. But the new Dumbledore is just too aggressive and too energetic and Yeah. If, oh if you because if you watch if you go back and watch the movies and just listen to the podcast we were speaking. Dumbledore is so gently but he 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 guides you. And he's he does, stern about that's it. That's what like, he does. He guides. You have that fear for Dumbledore because he is the most powerful wizard. Yes, but, but at the same so time, powerful. you can have Bertie Potts with him. You can go and have tea with him. You yeah. Know? This Dumbledore is so intense. He is just like, I'm going to kill you if from, you don't do this. From the moment the you see him when you when you when he speaks for the mm. first time, like, he's got some anger. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some like I can picture this Dumbledore having a, like a boxing bag in his in yeah. his office because yeah. he's <laughs> That's like I am it. so sick of this. Ah, what do you have to do again? He's Ugh. so angry all the time. Oh my god. That's also why oh okay, so this is our favorite part. We were talking about mm. our favorite part. We get introduced to this thing called the Marauders map. Yes, I have the Marauders map. The Marauders map is this little little it's, it's, actually, it's actually quite big. It's because it's, it's parchment basically paper, paper, but it's parchment created by Harry, created by Harry. Created by James Sirius Remus and Peter when they went school. Yes. In the third year, I think. So they like really powerful. Yes, and what what does it say? It says Mrs. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot and Prongs. Mrs. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot and Prongs. So uh, Padfoot is serious. Wormtail is Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Uh Prongs. Prongs, Mrs. Mooney, Wormtail. Wormtail, Padfoot, Padfoot and Prongs. You're missing two. I think Mooney was serious and Prongs was with James. Yeah. Was it okay, so you remember Mooney is the moon, Venus. There we go. And then Padfoot, because he's the yes, doggy. Yes, Padfoot is the dog. Right, and then Wormtail is because he's got a tail because he's yeah. a rat. And then Prongs is the anthus. Oh, so see, I wasn't stag. sure which one was which. So yeah, so yeah. that's 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 so this is created by the four of them, and it basically shows everyone where they are in Hogwarts. In well, Hogwarts, in general, yeah, because it works out of Hogwarts. We yeah. actually just debunked this mm-hmm. now, but so. It's used to see other people, mm. and one thing you see is Dumbledore pacing in his study, and Fred and George say he does that a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because he's so angry all the time. <laughs> he's always so angry. 
so we see we get introduced to the to the Marauders map, which is I think is such is probably the coolest artifact we get introduced mm. to in the seven movies. And I love how you open it and how you close it. Yes. Because you have to open it by saying, I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. And when you're done, you say, Mischief, mischief managed. managed. It's, it's, it's so cool. It's so well thought out. I know. It's, oh, it's, it's so, so brilliant. And it's perfect that the twins oh. have it. It is perfect that the twins have it because the because twins. Because they are up to no good. Oh, the twins are and rubbish the things. Managed. Oh, the twins. Can we just are... talk about the hair? Because in prison. It's. Is this when it starts to get long or is it starts to get spiky? It starts, it's, it's a mixture of both at yeah, this point. Yeah, because it gets really long in the Because next Ronald has the, I woke out, like I got out of bed. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it like that for the year. Harry, it's the first time Harry's hair matches the books. I mean, yeah. Which is brilliant. Hermione is, Hermione and Hagrid, I don't know who's going to win between the two of them. But Hermione's is getting better. Like by this movie, it's Slowly. getting better. Like one and two, she was, she was Hagrid. And then you have Draco whose hair is perfect. Like, it fits him so because well. Because he has money. I've said this. Because he's rich. I, 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 it would be so funny if he's using James Potter's hair products, but he yeah. bullies James Potter's son. Apparently, in the books, uh, James made a fortune by selling hair products. Yeah, his yeah. father. It's Harry's father, yes. Mm. I mean, if you're this far, you should know who James is. I'm <laughs> like, being honest. Yeah. But yeah, so apparently, which I think would, I mean, it would, would it make sense? Because I don't think Lucius would ever allow that. <laughs> I don't think Lucius would, let him, would ever mm-hmm. allow that in his house, but... You never know. No, Lucius is mad. Lucius, Lucius is mad. may just because it's from a pure-blooded family. Well, so the Potters pure-blooded? Mm. I did not know that. The Potters are pure-blooded. Sirius Black, the Black family is pure-blooded. I'm not so sure about Pettingrew. I don't think so. And I don't know much about Peter Hill. I purposely don't. Oh, well, his past. I don't like him, so I just don't dive into his history. I mean, that too. But it's also, it's because he's so... I mean that that shows that how good he is at playing mm. at playing the guy who played Peter Pettigrew, Peter Pettigrew, like that shows because he's the first time you see Peter, you instantly don't like him, mm. and that carries on. It and makes he a question. That. Like I struggle to picture Peter in as a normal, unanimous, affected person with the other three. No, because so uh, I, the actor himself if I'm being honest, mm. is really good mm. at playing this role. Now, he's typecasted for villains. Mm. for But, like, not the villain, more like the villain second. Mm. Or, like, someone who's the messenger, the evil, the weird messenger. I don't know if you've ever seen Sweeney Todd. I want to. So, Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd is great. Sweeney Todd is with our favourites, Johnny mm. Depp. So, this man, uh, Peter Pettigrew, is in it. Um, Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter is in it and Snape is in it. The guy plays Snape. So, like, it's great great movie um and he plays snape's like underling mm. and all i saw was peter Pettigrew, and i'm like he's really good at playing mm. this this sort of type villain and so when you see him you instantly don't like him mm. because as soon as he turns what, what does he do he says he's like um your father yes. wouldn't let me die oh yeah and i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. you that is not the right thing to say right now <laughs> and i instantly don't like him i've never liked peter and i'm like that kind of is a, a good thing for the actor. I think there's a lot of actors in Harry Potter where that's a plot, whether yeah. they're good or bad, where you can't imagine, or the minute you see them, you're like, oh. Yeah, because we can both agree, we love Helena. Oh, I love her. I hate Bellatrix with a passion. So, I love Bellatrix so because good. she's so eccentric. But yeah, 
I love her, that she's so eccentric, but I don't like her because she's evil. Yeah, Benedict Benedict only gets introduced in in number five. I'm sorry, guys. You'll, yeah, we'll get we there. we're very excited. But yeah, so and uh, the idea is that these actors are just because remember the cast, the the main three cast mm. are very young, yeah. so they're still trying to like we could see the pro- like how good they got. Like Manny's eyebrows going down a little. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the older cast members were really good, mm. like unbelievably. It's good almost like you've convinced yourself that. Those people exist. They because they did such a good job. Yeah. Like, I still people. question whether Hogwarts actually exists or not, based on. They're building. They're building it. No, I mean like this actual, like the actual world of oh, oh, Hogwarts oh. and the magic and yeah, all those you, things. Yeah, makes you question a lot of things. It really makes me question the amount of history that goes into it that's yeah. been developed. It's also just the amount of thought behind it. Yeah. Like as much as there are plot holes in the movies, the movies are. Connected mm. throughout, and it is beautifully done. Mm-hmm. They do not miss a beat mm-hmm. unless they had to. Because I always say this: like you can, you can always tell the reason why Harry Potter does so well is because you could technically split the books and the movies into two separate franchises, mm. and they would do unbelievably well by themselves. Mm. If, Which you know, is if, basically what is happening. Because it doesn't really follow the books mm. as much; it just kind of follows the storyline mm-hmm. from the first book and the last book, kind of, right? And then it makes you show it's it shows just how good movie wise they are because mm. it tells the story so well, mm-hmm. and this movie does it perfectly. All the puzzle pieces <laughs> just fit together. Oh my god! Even even because in this movie we get Sybil's first prophecy, yes. and we find that Sybil can tell the future, and and her prophecy is with Wormtail, but they lead us to think it's serious. Mm. Oh, so good! And they make us think it's Voldemort, but it isn't. It isn't. Who and- was it though? Um, was it Ron? It, was it Ron and, and because it says master and servant will be reunited once more. Master tonight. and servant is so I don't know Wormtail if that was, and Voldemort. Yeah, I don't know if it was Wormtail and Voldemort. Voldy. <laughs> and Voldemort, Voldemort, uh, Wormtail and Wormtail and Voldemort, or if it was um, uh, what's his name? Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, Harry Potter. Uh, Ron and Ron and Scabbers, because remember Harry. Because Hagrid gave Ron Scabbers that not, same night. They're not reunited anymore. They were reunited because he lost him. He only gets him back when they go Ooh. to see Hag- when they go to see Hagrid. Oh, maybe that's what confused me about that Ooh. night. Because I wasn't sure who was master. Because I also initially thought Voldemort, but Voldemort isn't there in that entire movie, and he doesn't He's find him there. That- but Scabbers does reunite with Master. Yeah, but I don't know because I don't. I can't remember if the mm. line was that he, if the punctuation was just off. Like if he'll meet him that night, mm. or if he'll meet him in general, you know what I mean? Because that night everything bad happens, and the only reunite thing we have is obviously Sirius and Harry, mm. Sirius and Remus, Snape and the two, and Pettigrew and Ron. <laughs> Snape's biggest nightmare is like I just got rid of you guys. Like, oh, you guys God. are back. <laughs> Plus I've got like oh, Harry there also. Oh. When Snape walked in, I was like, this is interesting. And then when Harry did his thing. We did Expelliarmus on Snape. I was like, ooh. I honestly feel like Snape woke up from there and was like, "This is the repeat of my entire life." Nini <laughs> <laughs> James just knocked me oh, out again. God, I would have been so mad if a student did that to me, especially because you can't. You have to hold back as a teacher because you don't want to just kill your students. And also because he's kind of made the vow that he's going to protect Harry. So it's that too. Like, so oh. it's you little shit. <laughs> 
I'll just that's... keep deducting points from your oh, house. God damn it. That, that part, that part, when you watch it the first time, you're like, oh, damn. When you watch it again after you've watched everything, you're like, hey, I'm pretty sure yeah. Sirius in his head was like, that's my yeah, boy. That's a good one. That's my boy. Yeah, and then we get such a little cute moment between Sirius and Harry. It's like mm. the first and time. It, it lasts so little. Like, I think the only time we've seen so much love shown to Harry mm. was in the first movie when McGonagall gets in the broom. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's from Dumbledore because Dumbledore is more like it's not a father figure. Mm-mm. He's not he's clearly a mentor. Mm. Sirius is the closest Harry has to a father figure. I think it's Remus a little bit like when Throughout Remus is the movie, reprimanding yes. him. Yes. It's almost like he takes on their father figure. Yes. Because he reprimands him more like a little brother, like a family yeah. member rather than a teacher. Yeah. Because when McGonagall reprimands them, she it's does like it a as teacher. a teacher. Remus clearly treats him like he's his nephew mm. you know and then when Sirius steps in it's almost like Remus takes a step back but he's still a little there. bit yeah because Sirius, Sirius is his godfather mm. Remus would be the closest thing he has to an uncle next mm. to Arthur it's so sad it is so sad that's, that's why this this movie was unbelievably sad it's, it's, yeah and you have Buckbeak just chasing bats in the forest and things like that I thought that was, that was hilarious because they're busy sitting there it's like at least one of us is having a good time <laughs> But it's nice to see these animals in the film doing normal things. Doing an- animal things. Yeah. Right? Instead of just having them there when it's convenient. Yeah, because Fluffy just slept. And then he, he had like five minutes of speech. I want to know how did they get Fluffy out of there? They didn't. They just left him there. <laughs> I'm sure Hagrid just How did they get like, Fluffy in there? He was small when they put him in there, I'm sure. But worst things never beat out. Yeah. That's why he's so angry all the time. You don't blame him. I also don't blame him. Yeah. Uh, and then you get our animal in the second one is Aragog. Who's also really angry for some reason. Aragog is he's so angry. And then and it was fifty years ago. Get over it at some point. Maybe anyway. he liked the castle. Oh, no, no, he didn't he, see the castle. He, he didn't saw the see box. the castle. And he was Maybe just, he was holding the grudge on for Hagrid. I don't know. And then we get our basilisk friend. Mm. Who again I, I never pictured him to sound like that. Because you know you hear him in the pipes whenever I was like, <laughs> never pictured that so good. Maybe it's female. I was like, that might have been female. I don't hmm. know. Anyway, we get the basilisk, and then in this one we get Buckbeak. Don't forget the pixies that Lockhart could not. Yeah, contain. but those those pixies those pixies did exactly what we thought they would. They caused a mischief <laughs> for the whole class, you know. Sure. But we get Buckbeak. But this one we get we get an animal like Buckbeak, and and we get two artifacts mm. like the Marauders map and the Time Turner. Mm. And the Time Turner, so underused in this series. <laughs> Also, Hermione has it on her neck all the time. Are you telling me someone like Draco Malfoy and Ron Weasley who are pure-blooded? And I mention the pure-blooded because they would be constantly around magic. So yeah. they would know what the time turner is. Like, it's general knowledge. None of them went to her and was like, why do you have a time turner? Like, I can picture Draco going to Hermione out of character and be like, is that a time turner? And Hermione would freeze, not because of the time turner, just the uncharacteristically polite Draco being like, why does she have a time turner? Yeah, you like to pay Draco. It's, I it's, do. it's a prominent theme. I do. It's a prominent theme. It's the brown girl in you, I, I told you. I cannot separate Tom Felton and you're, Draco. It's because you're like red flags. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're like yeah. red flags. I'm aware of them now. <laughs> That's good. So it's, it's like personal growth. Slow growth. Yeah. It's like... You're like Draco because Draco is so rude all the time. He is. He is, except when it's Quidditch and then he's like the happiest no, but like, ever. He's so rude, unprovoked. Mm. Like, he's just so angry. I'm like, bro, that's why Hermione <laughs> you punched you in the nose. don't blame him for being angry, though. He's being why? bullied at home. Uh, shame. How? 
Same. Yeah. I'd rather be I'd rather be bullied in my Bentley than bullied in my taxi. Man's rich. Go do something about it. No. Jesus. He's he's so rich. Come on. He is super rich, but he's also very controlled. Come on, do be better. No. Be this be head of Slytherin house. Do something with your life. All you do, all he does is wait for Harry. That's literally no, no, no. all he and does. And the second thing he does is my father will hear about my this. My father like, will hear about sure this. I'm pretty sure everybody teases him about it. Because he does it. It's not, it's yeah. not their fault. And I'm pretty sure Lucius is like, I, I'm very worried about Draco because all he talks about is Harry. I'd also be like, <laughs> the one person I don't like you, I talk about him all the time, you know? Maybe it was leading to the fact that Draco had a crush on Harry. I would have loved that. I would have preferred that, to be honest. I think that would have been brilliantly done. I think it would have been the biggest smack in the face to Lucius. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Because yeah. imagine... Okay. Can you okay. just imagine Harry going to Hermione and Ron and be like, I need to tell you something. I like someone. Exactly. And Ron's like, yes, I can plan a wedding. We're going to be brothers. And he's like, uh, I like Draco Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So we need to remember this conversation because it's hell of course. And mm. it will make a lot of sense when we talk about seven movies. So we need to just write we'll, down. We'll we chat things just, down. We just need to write down uh, right. Malfoy having a crush seven. on Harry. <laughs> movie, right? Big no-no <laughs> for Lucius. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. but the idea, but the idea of the, this movie setting up Peter Pettigrew, uh, uh, what was it? Thinking Voldemort, telling Voldemort about Lily and James mm. was so brilliant because it kind of just breaks everything that mm. we knew about it. Because we knew up until this point, we were like Lily and James were in their house protecting Harry, the six-month-old baby. Voldemort comes in most useless wizard in history and can't kill a six-month-old baby with literally anything that isn't magical. Mm. But anyway, we don't judge. And y'all are like, ah, oh, killing babies is so cruel. How could you say that? Voldemort is a cruel person. Yes. Let me be honest. That's why he doesn't have a nose. He doesn't have a nose. Because he has, uh, anything that smells good to him, he can't handle. So he doesn't have <laughs> cut off his nose. Um, that's how evil he is. So killing a baby is not out of line for mm. him. So then we have that. Up until this movie, that's all we've known. Yeah. And until... then Sidious was convicted. Yeah, but we only find that out in this movie. And and then and then we get this massive, massive plot twist that Sirius was the one that someone they had a friend who turned on them mm. and they highly suspect Sirius, mm. especially because they convicted Sirius of murdering their other friend, Peter Pettigrew. And seven other muggles. And seven other muggles, which we know wasn't true. Because yeah. Sirius is not a killer. Uh, he's a killer. He's not that kind of killer. You know, he'll, he kills because he he'll kill the bad guys. Yeah. He anyway, and then and then we get Peter Pettigrew revealed as alive, mm. as a rat for the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what mm. in the hell is... Go- I, I was mind blown the I first was, time. I paused it when I was re-watching it because of how... It's literally maybe a minute of revelation, but it's done so well. It's done so well. And you so just have well. to pause and you have to be like, whoa, okay, what's serious? Like, you just want to go, I, I. Yeah, because the entire movie, you are... Hating uh, him. Not really hating him, but you're led in the direction on purpose yeah. to think that he's the bad guy. Yeah. You are led there because even when he comes into the castle and he scratches the post... This is my problem with Sirius Black. Make sense, he caused his own reputation. Like, I understand that he wants to create fear to kind of draw out Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Which is essentially why he does what he does, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. But he, I can understand why McGonagall's so frustrated. They're over-dramatic. <laughs> McGonagall's like, the best. 
sure McGonagall was like, I, I think I know what's going on, but I'm just gonna have a cup of tea. Just let it let it go out. I don't know. I think about that that scene a lot where he comes into the castle and he scratches the mm. fat lady painting. Because something about it would, if you really think about it, so if we go back to chamber, mm. what happened is that the chamber was open. There, like, bad things happened. Obviously, they probably needed like a change in security, so they probably changed the passwords. So the password changes every week. There we go. And um, so this is in the extended edition, right? Yeah. And in the books. Um, the password changes every week and Neville Longbottom does not remember the passwords. Oh. So what he does is he keeps writing them down and he keeps the paper on him and then he like sits there and says all of them to hope that it opens. And he <laughs> loses the paper. He doesn't lose the paper. Sirius Black takes like pickpockets yeah. it from him, right? And that's how Sirius gets in. Ah, oh, there we go. And to scratch the paper was to indicate to Peter Pettigrew he's there. Ah, oh. Not for the kids. It was because I had a, I had a different I had a different take on that. Mm. So he was trying to force his way in because he knew Pettigrew would be with Ron mm. in the Hogwarts common room, and if he could do it in the dark of night, it would have been so much easier. I'm really because questioning. they wouldn't they, they wouldn't have, have blinked. They would have just blamed Crookshanks and moved on with their lives. I'm really questioning why they just don't use Muggle tactics and just put the like a little because... rat trap with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're too good to act like human beings. <laughs> like, they're too good to act like a person oh. that's beneath them. What do you mean? And they it, can't even stir their own coffee. It's and even things. funnier because Sirius is obsessed with Muggle technology. If you read about his like personality, I did and not stuff, know that. Yeah. Which is so the the um, flying uh, motorbike that, yeah, that Hagrid, Hagrid uses. Has, yeah. It's Sirius Black's. Oh. And the only reason it's enchanted to be like the flying car in Chamber of Secrets is because Lily introduces him to Muggle technology. He's obsessed oh. with a motorbike. And he does exactly what Arthur does. You see, car. that doesn't... Now I'm even more confused. <laughs> because I've asked this question so many times. Harry Potter would have been over if they just used like a pen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many things. You can, can you imagine Lily being there writing things with a pen and chains and them are like, oh, magic! No, because here's my thing. Like... You use, you're using, because in the beginning of this, where they, it's the Leaky Cauldron, right? Mm. They get to the Leaky Cauldron. And the, that, that morning or that night, Harry's walking up to his room. Mm. You see wizards stirring their, their... Like, with their finger. With their finger. I'm like... Even bursting. the guy that's the, the, um, the waiter, he takes all the chairs from the table and he just swishes his hand yes. and everything goes and up. I'm and I'm like, like, magic made you lazy. It did. That's why y'all don't did. think properly. Like, honestly... Oh, Which brings God. me back to my argument about Voldemort, Harry, I mean, Voldemort, James, and Lily. Yeah, because we said this, you could have thrown a rock Why at the baby. Why did they That too, we don't ask questions. We it's don't like they questions. wanted to die. Like, there's so many things that just don't... I'm like, if, you, if you just thought, like, just a second. If you thought... It, <sighs> <laughs> there's so many times where I'm like, if you just thought it through for like a second. Mm. Your whole life would change. Why didn't no one use Petrificus Totalus on Wormtail? Just keep him Again. there. Again. Immobilis. And that's a spell we're actually introduced to in this mm. movie. In the second movie we're introduced to. Which Harry doesn't use because Harry only uses one spell for the rest of the movie. The whole movie. One spell. This is spoiler alert. One spell. <laughs> the whole movie. Maybe he uses another one in the Accio. second. He doesn't even use He doesn't even use things that make his life easy. Yeah, he uses, just, oh, no, he uses no. it once. That's what I'm saying. Like oh. throughout maybe another spell. The only important... Like, the most important spell throughout this Harry Potter series, Harry Potter 1 through 7, part 2, is Expelliarmus. And he uses it on Snape. 
this movie. Mm. And that's not even the most important spell in this movie. The most important spell is Lumos, which basically creates, you know, a torch at the end of your wand. Now, here's my logic. If you're a person and your only defense is your wand and you're using it for a light bulb, maybe getting a torch would be a good idea. And then you can use your wand for other things. And that's just a thought that I've had in this movie a lot. <laughs> because hmm. students, this students especially, won't hmm. be able to cast more than two spells at a time. Hmm. Snape was, was okay with it. He hmm. had Lumos there, he could have still cast a spell. Most people can't do that. So if you had a torch, or I don't know, a candle, you would have probably been fine. That's all I'm saying. I feel like we need to go back to the films. Oh, this is brilliant. This is absolutely. I want to look for every plot hole now and just be like, you could have used Muggle technology. You, you live know? no. You live in a castle full of candles and ghosts. You can't <laughs> have a torch. Ah 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 ah. You see, magic made you lazy. I agree. I, honestly, I agree. Magic made them so lazy. <laughs> I'm so it it frustrates me <laughs> because there's so many things where I'm like, oh, overcomplicated. They are really overcomplicated. This even the the whole thing in the shooting shack. What is haunting that shack? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. But the, so essentially, the shrieking shack is created for Remus's transformation. So in order to make sure that no one goes to the shrieking shack, the Marauders came up with this idea to make it more haunted than anything else in Britain, which they succeeded. But there's nothing haunting it. It just creaks. First of all, why does it need to be the most haunted place in Britain? No one outside of Hogwarts is going to go there in the first place. Hogsmeade is fine. Mm. Leaky Cauldron, fine. No one outside of Hogwarts, no random wizard in London is going to be like, listen, I think we should take a holiday on, Ho on Hogwarts ground. Mm. Maybe go sleep in the shaky, the, sh the, sh the, the shacking shack. B&B. <laughs> mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> So frustrating. <sighs> I can't. No, I, I can't. feel like this idea was James Potter. Of course, it, it has James. that level of. That was Potter written all over it. Exactly. Oh, Potter. And Remus can't was even, just like, I'm in pain. I'm just gonna go ahead with can't it. Can't even think through using a torch. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> Have you tried to activate your flashlight with Lumos? Yeah, it's cool. It was. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. <laughs> Every time I'm with my cousins, I'm like, I'm gonna show you something. Lumos. <laughs> <laughs> It's so cool. It I don't know. It's very cool. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. But it's, uh, I don't know. This movie. This movie broke my brain with how good it was, but also how weird it was. You forgot about Aunt Marge. She broke my brain too. She was so irritated. So, so this character. Let me let me set the scene for you guys. This character that has literally no connection to the to the uh, to the main character of the movie. Mm. She's not related to Harry in any way because she's Uncle Vernon's sister. Mm making her related to Harry, like, removed, almost. Yeah. And she's horrible to Harry's parents. Mm. What does that... And they died long before Vernon and, mm. and Petunia got... What the hell are you speaking about? Well, she's trying to, like, prove that dominance over Harry. That, you know, like... Yeah, look at how that worked. Uh, obviously, but she doesn't know he has magic. But still... I, I love the fact that his first response is to break... Okay, he doesn't choose to break the glass but like that's just the magic taking over that was good that was really cool and then i was I thinking to myself the second time before she starts blowing up you know her fingers like yeah. in front of her like this if i saw the lights at the back of someone i'm threatening going off and on i would freak out i would stop mid-sentence and be like what the hell but no she's more 
like trying to reprimand him. It's I'm just, it's, 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 it's it doesn't make a, sense. A day there. Because you know, in Africa, mm. we have real world problems. Exactly. Like no lights mm-hmm. and water. Now we got typhoid breakout mm-hmm. and all. Oh, can't drink our water now. Anyway, we got real problems. Mm-hmm. But there, in the magical world. So when the lights flicker, they're like, "Oh, like, oh this is new." <laughs> oh, so they don't, they don't got real problems. Mm. In Harry Potter, I'm sorry, Harry Potter doesn't have real world problems. Mm-mm. He doesn't. He has like even Voldemort is not even a big threat if you really think about it. He's the worst villain. Oh. He lets Harry have a good education, have a birthday, celebrate the holidays, and then he's like, "I'm gonna come for you," and he's oh. defeated in five minutes and goes back. My God, that's. Sorry to spoil the <laughs> sorry to spoil the series for you guys, but uh, she's wrong. No, but genuinely, even in this movie, like Voldemort, you know that Voldemort in this movie, in Prisoner of Azkaban, is not important to the story yeah. at all, other than the fact that Wormtail needs somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I'm it's gonna... like the, if if Wormtail wasn't there, Harry would have had one year of just peace. Yeah, because because even if Sirius popped up. I'm pretty they sure. would have explained it because Remus would have, yeah. Cause the thing is, is like Harry Potter one, Harry Potter two, Voldemort is like there in your mm. face. He's a real villain. Harry Potter three, nah, take a back seat. Mm. I'm gonna chill. And then four, five, six, seven, and, it's like, and in then your he's face. back. I think maybe that's why I like it because it has nothing to do with Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that's why I like Prisoner of Azkaban because it has nothing to do. with It's Voldemort. like a break. It really is because it it does it in a way that doesn't involve Voldemort. Like life goes on mm. and he's not there, you know. Ah, maybe a character that turns into dogs, someone turns into a werewolf, Sybil loses her mind, Hermione goes back in time. This is an action movie, man. I love Ronald's expression when they go back in time and they reappear and he's like, you were just there, now you're there. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the only time. So for those of you um, joining uh, or who have been listening to me moan about Ron Weasley, mm. I don't like him because he's useless in seven movies. <laughs> and the one, even in this movie, this movie, they show, they prove my point by taking him out of the equation and everything goes smoothly. As smooth uh, nah. as it could. They save Buckbeak, they save Sirius. He That's gets, only because he, Hermione is there. If he, you take Hermione away... No, but, exa- no, but I understand why mm. Hermione is there. She's helpful. Mm. Ron is useless mm. in this movie specifically. Mm. And, Except for putting the dots together about the time turner. Yeah, that's different. So my, my thing is, is that like the... Uh, they, like I said, they were proved. They proved in this movie because in the second half of the movie, Ron gets injured towards the second half, and then they go back in time. And then when he's not there, everything goes so well. Mm. They 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 manage to get Buckbeak away from Hagrid. They save Buckbeak. Hagrid is fine. They save Remus. They save Remus. They save Sirius. They save Sirius. They um they let Buckbeak and Sirius go. Harry still gets a broom at the end of it. Ron did nothing. All he did was open Harry's gift. That's it. Sorry, Harry, it was badly wrapped. No, dude, you just... Uh, but are you telling me that no one there figured out it was a broomstick? I mean, did you see how it was wrapped? Magic. <laughs> Probably came in one ticket box, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We also don't ask questions as to how the owl carries the broom. Well, owls can lift up a lot of weight, so it's like... It's a, no, it makes sense. Phoenixes can lift a lot of weight. Owls in that movie are owls. Maybe a buckbeak went and then dropped it off and was like, Hagrid, this is the plan. Go put it on the table. (laughs) What they do is deliver mail. (laughs) That is what owls do in this movie. Why the owls carry broomsticks, we'll never know. Mm -mm. 
because they are owls. There is almost nothing magical about the owls in this series. Especially for a while. For a while. I think the only thing that makes it magical is Hedwig. Yeah, because he's the main character's mm. owl, not because he's an owl.、Mm. You know what I mean?、Mm. So, yeah. Why is he carrying a broomstick anyway? Also, I don't understand why they they treat the broomsticks like phones. Because it's it's expensive. I don't know. It's like it frustrates me because it's like they treat they treat broomsticks like shoes, actually, like shoes. Yeah. Like a new edition of Nike comes out every year. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is these broomsticks, goddamn. I, I don't understand. Like I can understand maybe they make it faster, maybe a bit more comfortable. Probably, but that's it. That's about it. Yeah, and maybe colors. I would. Let's be real. When we were children and we saw Harry Potter, whatever we were cleaning the house, we would. I, we I would, still do it. We would run on the broomstick. I、right? still do that's it. That's very uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. It's like. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Maybe you see, you this、think. is a little bit weird, guys. <laughs> Just when you're part of the fandom, you understand. <laughs> no, we're very strange. Some of I'm strange. At least I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, if I'm cooking in it, I would still pretend I'm making a potion and like throw something. You see,、like, there we go. Essence of wormwood, which、you、is、see? actually just like curry leaves inside. Manja. <laughs> <laughs> so, my, like my my point is, is like I went off the point. We went very off the, the point. The point that I was initially making is that Rod is. Useless. Yeah, and I will prove that in every single episode to you guys.、Ex、that is my promise to you. I will try and counter you just for fun's sake. No, we have to. That's the whole、yeah. point of conversation. Yeah, because I, I have a thought, but we'll thought. leave it for the next. Okay. Episode. But again, this this movie,、mm. I will stand by what I say. <laughs> that Ron is useless. Ron is almost as useless as Voldemort in this movie. <laughs> And I will stand by that statement. Oh my god! Because I say almost、yeah. because at least Voldemort was Wormtail's motivation throughout the movie. Ronald, I feel like nothing. Wormtail's motivation was not to be killed by Sirius. I mean that too. I mean I wouldn't. I don't、to. feel like Remus would have killed him. I have. I, I'm certain Sirius Black, without hesitation, would have, would have killed, killed him easily, or I mean, tortured him、on. and then killed him. No, because he spent twelve years in Azkaban because of him.、Mm. I would not have killed him. It's also funny to me that the only reason Sirius escaped is because he saw a glance of Peter Pettigrew in the newspaper. Yeah, because they all thought he was dead. Yeah, even but he it, thought he but was it's dead. But it's just like if you knew that your animated form could get you out of prison, I would have left. I guess I don't know. Him coming back and breaking out would have been very suspicious. At any point, because I it, it's such a weird catch catch twenty two situation. Because you're guilty. I mean,、mm. you're innocent. But if you try and prove your innocence, you look guilty because you have to break、mm. out of jail, which is already a crime. You know what I mean?、Yeah. That's a crime.、Mm. They、I、did that.、You. They actually did that very well in the in the eighteen movie. So the eighteen movie, they uh, they go to jail,、mm. cool, because they they get framed for a crime. And they break out to prove their innocence. And at the end, the main character, one of the main characters, says, "We broke out to prove our innocence, but breaking out is still against the law." So they get arrested at the end of it,、yeah. which is this is the truth. Like, think about it. Yeah. Sirius, Sirius just randomly broke out of prison one day.、Mm. That's already a crime, which is why he had to fly away with Buckbeak because tech, he wasn't guilty of murder,、mm. but he's guilty of breaking the law by Azkaban standards. That's execution, isn't it? Anything by. I mean, to be fair,、yeah. he would have been executed for that. He was meant to, actually. You know, yeah, he was. So they broke him out of the tower. Yeah,、mm. He was going to have the Dementors kiss, which is terrible. <sighs> which is terrible. not. Doesn't sound as fun <laughs> as it sounds, guys. It's not. It's not all. Not all sunshine and rainbows. No. No, it's 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 not. A, it's not even a kiss. It's like, it's 
sucking us. Although I'm like curious, like do they? Because in. when Sirius is laying by the lake mm-hmm. and his soul is coming out, right? The Dementors get pretty close to his face. Yeah. They're not like on his lips, but yeah. they are by his face. So yeah. I'd like to imagine the Dementors kiss is a literal kiss, and it's like probably it probably burns because of how cold they are. Mm. So I probably like if they were to touch you, I think that's what they probably consider the Dementors kiss because they don't have a face, so it's not mm. like they, you know. Yeah, but that's purely for other reasons. It's purely for the killing part, the life essence part. How I described it actually is, I always say that um, you you can say that they're that they're taking the soul out of your body, which is kind of not true because you see Sirius's soul, but it's more like they steal bits of your life essence. Because mm. I was watching that scene, that scene where Harry is trying to protect Sirius. He's doing a good job until one comes and just mm. like. <laughs> And but it his, weakens his him. His Patronus is not as big. Yeah, and they didn't kill him. They weakened him, so mm. he would just stop. Like, just shh, you know? Yeah, but you see, if they the keep on going, he dies. He would die, yeah. But okay. that's what I'm saying. I, they steal life lessons. Mm. So I'm sense. assuming that the kiss is just one continuous thing at the end. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they stole it in bits. Mm. Like, And then you were so weak that you eventually would die. I think one, that because that continuous one would be painful. Mm. Especially if there were a couple of them. Would you imagine? Because I imagine like, you'd be bound on your knees with your hands, and then I'm there's like two or three. I'm just picturing Sirius Black. Like you're describing, I'm picturing the poor man there, held down. With yeah. the kiss happening. Just, exactly. Oh, it's so sad. I did. I'd imagine it wouldn't just be one. It'd be a couple mm. killing you at the same time. As a Dementos kiss. I I don't. So I don't, don't see it anymore. So why don't they do that to just to all the Death Eaters? Like, like what's the? If you want to rid the world of evil, it's the same. It's the same logic as superheroes. Like you can't. You can't say like Superman fights for justice and then he goes and kills people. No, he that... doesn't have to do it. The minister can no, do it. No, but you know what I mean. It's that, sa- it's that same it. sort of logic, which mm. is why like characters like Batman and things get mm. such a weird rep because he's not really killed, but he'll break their bones. I'm like, dude, mm. you're like halfway there. Do you know what I mean? And it's sort of the same thing, which is why we'll get to it, but the mm. curses are forbidden. Mm. Because I don't think, I personally don't think you should be using magic for, for such things. Especially when you can build houses for homeless people and don't. There's, there's, you know, there's other evils mm. that you're doing. You don't need to go kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. You're making homeless people stop. Mm. <laughs> go make homes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I just, I, I don't know. It's weird. Because mm. then you could relate it to a real world, real world topic. Then. Like we have like, really, really bad criminals mm. in jail, but we can't just go and execute all of them. That's not right. Mm. because that makes us no better mm. than the person that we're trying to protect I mean that we're the person that we've tried to jail mm-hmm. you know what I mean it makes sense it's a real world sort of dilemma sort mm. of thing with those things because it's it's not just people that have committed minor magical mm. offences because Azkaban is Azkaban for everyone <laughs> it's for everyone <laughs> it doesn't matter pocket or not, you're going because oh, what, is, what is oh yeah that comes up in the next movie um, when Mada is teaching them the mm. curses but the thing about it is that it's... I think Azkaban itself is so bad already. I don't think you need to kill those prisoners. Mm. Well, I think they've built up that rap with Azkaban that you're meant to be afraid to go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to go there. Mm. No, 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 it's scary. Mm. I'm fine. The Ventus did say it's fine. Yeah, I like the cold, but not like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Do you see what I mean? So mm. it's, it's just one of those... It's... I won't say it's it's something that I agree with because I'm really, really not a fan of the death penalty, mm. personally. I'm really not. 
and I think the same world sort of affairs apply to Harry Potter because mm-hmm. the inspiration for a prison obviously came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she did her research on a prison. Mm. When, I think when it's Rodin. a bit more like Alcatraz. I think so because it's in the middle of the ocean and things like and that. And the you know? name is so similar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So she, so I'm, I'm certain J.K. Rowling did her, Rowling did mm. her um, research on a prison, mm. and then she, like, how do you make it magical? And scary. Because more scary than the actual one that exists. Yeah. Because okay, detour. I'm so sorry, guys. Mm. But like prisons, prisons are really bad because of the security guards inside. Mm. A lot of prisons are run by the prisoners. Mm-hmm. The security guards have zero control in there. But they don't treat the prisoners like, you know, mm. school. <laughs> it's quite bad. Mm. So I think that's where you sort of get the line mm. of why don't we kill the dead? Also, sense. to be fair, I don't think they ever expected anyone to escape Azkaban because Sirius was the first person to do it. So I don't think there'd be reason to kill him. That's why was Ever because he had to take inspiration from Sirius back and be like, oh, we can do it. Oh, no, I'm serious. I, I love him so much. And it's, I, was trying to pick, uh, I was trying to focus on his tattoos. Oh. It was just like, oh, this man in his prime. Oh, no. I can no, understand serious. why girls will blame for him. It's like, Sirius is the one. Oh, I love Sirius so much. Sirius would have, oh, Sirius and Remus would have been, I would have loved. Personally, like, Fantastic Beast is cool. It's great. But I personally always said that I would have loved either. A prologue series mm. with uh, with Lily James, Sirius, and and as kids, that would have been fun. Or we saw how Hogwarts was formed with Rowena, Helga, mm. um, Salazar, mm. and Godric. I think I, think that would have been I, think fun. I would first want to learn a series, not even a movie. Yeah, I want a series fun. because the series you can get all the information that you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it as long as possible, and really it must fun. still end with. James and Lily dying, obviously. Yes. Like it has to set up for Harry Potter. They could have done it like The Hobbit. Yeah. They would have done it because it just flows perfectly. Yes. But like, I would want to see everything from the time that they are born, like not from the time they are born, from the time that they get to Hogwarts. Yeah. That would have been lovely. And venturing into like the black family and what Sirius went through. Because when you read what Sirius actually goes through, it's terrifying. Yeah. Like they use the Cruciatus curse on them, like how we get grounded. Yeah, because his family was a bit cray-cray. A bit. Yeah. Because you kind of realize that in Fantastic Beasts, because she's there and then in later movies when you see his family tree because she's there mm. and so it, it his family is a bit it's not a bit it's, it's very crazy it's a bit crazy it's very crazy so I don't know yeah I would have loved that mm. a Marauder series and then uh, just something on the founding on the mm. founding members we're getting a game about it mm. it's called uh, Harry Potter ha- Legacy of Hogwarts and it's set in the 1800s mm. I'm so excited for this that'll game. be fun when I get it, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you know. But it's <clears throat> sort of like my idea of the founding fathers of Hogwarts. Mm. Obviously, it's not them, mm. but it's like the first generation at Hogwarts, and it's it's the storyline goes is like you kind of what you do sets up Harry's future. Oh. So that's sort of the basis of the game, and um, yeah, it's, I think I think the idea of, of exploring things like that would have been really fun. Mm. <sighs> Maybe. But, but because they were movies, so Maybe little time. No, no, no. You, you can give all of us hope. I can, give, hope. I can give someone an idea and they can do it. Uh, I have other things to make. As long as you're there and you like bring me back and you bring a few of us yeah, back yeah, and we're like, you're going to do it this way, you're not going to do it that way. Yeah, I like, I, I like to make things, but I'll leave it to someone else. It's like someone else can make it or write okay. it or do something. Find the person that can I'll, make no, it. I'll find them. That's what I'm saying. Because I have other things to do. I like, also don't mind being an extra there. Yeah. Just like, I'll be Marlene McKinnon. 
Because no. I can be close to serious. I have to buy podcasts to make it things. Plus okay. recorded things. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I think that's it for this episode. I think I think we're, we're, we're up for time on this episode. I know. And there were things we were... I think we covered everything. I also think we covered everything. Mm. I think we covered as much as we can. Yeah. Without making this too long-winded. Without us talking here for like three hours, you know? Yeah. Um... But yeah, I would just like to say thank you so much again. It's a pleasure. I love talking about movies like this. Me too. It's so much fun. And thank you for listening. Uh, listeners, audience, human beings on the other side, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can we where, where can we find you? You can find me on TikTok at A underscore there Delilah. And if that is too long to type, then you can put at party, F-A-A-T-I-I. That one. Mm. And then you can find me on on youtube instagram and tiktok at cheat and ketty yeah <laughs> i post content on a daily and uh i post a video on my youtube channel every sunday thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys next week in the next episode bye mischief everyone managed. mischief managed bye everyone <laughs>